Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mad for Books. Today we will be talking about the Legendborn series by Tracy Dion. But first I want to update you guys. Tomorrow is my first day of school and I'm both excited and nervous. I'll be taking like a lot of subjects that I've not done before and I'll be taking four APs. So I'm a bit nervous for that, but I'm also excited to go back to school and to learn more stuff. Um, so this week I just finished reading Nine from Nine Worlds by Rick Riordan, which is basically, it's part of the Magnus Chase series and it's a collection of nine short stories set in like the Magnus Chase universe from a bunch of different point of views from a bunch of like nine different characters in the whole Magnus Chase series. So I liked it, but it was like, I felt like there wasn't enough action. Um, I think, in my opinion, if I'm reading fantasy, I just prefer it to be longer stories rather than short stories. Um, but as always, I really liked Rick Riordan's uh, writing. I think that he's actually a really versatile writer because he's really good at like writing from a ton of different point of views and making it seem like it's different characters. So, yeah. But back to the Legendborn series. So the Legendborn series is a YA fantasy book series that follows the story of a high school junior named Brie who gets accepted along with her best friend into a pre-college program at UNC Chapel Hill. But once she gets there, she starts noticing a ton of strange things, like things that should be impossible. She soon realizes that there is something magical going on in the university and she becomes roped into it. As the book goes on, she realizes that there is more to her past and her legacy than she thought. So one thing that I didn't like about this series as a whole, but especially the first book, was that a lot of the terminology used was very confusing. The whole fantasy part of the books were based on the lore of King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Um, I myself am not very familiar with that story, so there were many terms that were tossed around that I didn't understand. And also they weren't like really explained properly in the books, so this made the story a bit confusing for me, but I was still able to follow along. I just felt like I didn't understand the whole like system as much as I would have been able to if it had been explained properly. One big part of Bree's character and her identity is that she is black. As us readers read the books through Bree's point of view, we see all the discrimination that she faces, ranging from microaggression to just full-on upfront racism. Especially since that the school that she goes to is a majority white school located in a majority white place, um, we see these experiences through a new perspective. 
even in Bree's case, um, because it's implied at the beginning of the first book that Bree lives in a place that usually has a lot more people of colour. So she's also not used to the aggressive racism that greets her when she travels to a place where there aren't that many people of colour. At the beginning of the book, we see how being black has influenced Brie and the way that she perceives the world. But as the story goes on, we see that actually being black is something that is just so much bigger than herself. Not just to Brie, the character, but also to her story and the communities around her. The series as a whole, but especially the first book, also touches on grief. So before the first book started, Bree's mother passed away in a car crash. Her last conversation with her mother had been an argument because her mum hadn't wanted her to go to UNC over the summer while Bree had already applied to and got into the summer course and she really wanted to go there. So Bree's grief for her mother plays a big part in the plot of the story. The whole reason why Bree wanted to investigate the strange happenings that she was seeing was because she believed that they were connected to her mother's death. She never like she never really believed what people told her had happened to her mother because she always felt like there was some kind of mystery around it. So investigating the strange things that she was seeing was kind of her way of like getting justice or revenge really for her mother especially the revenge part and also it was her way of kind of just figuring out what had happened besides this we also see how she struggles with going to unc because she feels that she's betraying her mum by going to the summer course but it is also something that she desperately wants. She is drawn there by an inexplicable feeling. Throughout the series, I think that grief is really is portrayed in an incredibly realistic way. While, yes, Brie does come to terms with the fact that her mother is gone, um, and she also starts to understand her feelings a lot more, we see that her grief never goes away. It's not something that she gets over so quickly. Instead, it's something that people just learn to live and cope with. One thing I also really liked about this series is how the author doesn't glorify or romanticize grief. In a lot of books, especially fantasy books, grief is used as a character arc or a backstory only to be forgotten about completely once the authors are done using the grief as like a plot point. But Tracy Dion does the complete opposite. The grief is still there, but us readers get to see how Brie grows as a person and changes her methods of coping with the grief going from toxic to healthy. One of Bree's powers that we find out a bit later in the first book is that she is a medium. Basically, this means that she's able to converse with her ancestors. Because of this, this means that not only does she know every single one of her ancestors' stories, she also has to feel the feeling of grief that every single one of her ancestors felt during the time that they were alive.
because of this, um, although it's not explicitly stated, it's pretty clear to the readers that Brie feels a burden on her shoulders to become something worth the sacrifices that all of her ancestors had to make. I think that this definitely has quite a few similarities to the experiences of a lot of children of immigrants. They feel that they owe it to their parents to become something great because their parents gave up so much to try and create a better life for their kids. Overall, I really enjoyed the Legendborn series. It's a YA fantasy series that I find myself really invested in. There is also a love triangle in the series, although it is it only really becomes apparent in the second book. I have a love-hate relationship with love triangles. While I know that it is something you'll normally find in a fantasy book, most of the time they just really make me very annoyed with the main character. Not only for wasting time by getting caught up in a love triangle in the first place, but also because normally the main character leads on both of the other characters in the love triangle until she comes to a decision. Um, but in Legendborn series, although there was some leading on, it was really clear on where her loyalties and her love lay. And both Brie and Sel, who was the second lead, knew it. I also think that the author handled the triangle really well. Instead of making Brie get caught up in the romance, she was focused almost entirely on trying to control her powers, um, which is basically the main plot. The plot and the characters were all really well written, and I really enjoyed Tracy Dion's style of writing. So far, there are two books. The first one's called Legendborn, and the second one is called Bloodmarked. And from what I know, there isn't a plan for a third book the second book did end on a cliffhanger so i'm hoping that like the date the published date has just not been released yet but there will be a third book so yeah i'm excited for the third book if it does come out well that's what i have for today thank you guys so much for listening and let me know if you have any feedback or comments if you have a book that you want featured on the pod, then be sure to DM my Instagram at mad.sbooks. See you guys next time.